Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh boy, we've got a good one for you today. It's day two of guest week. Yesterday we had the great Jody Jackson on from Bally Sports. Listen, you do not want to miss all 28 minutes that we talk about today. We're going to start with a little philosophical side of Kyler Murray going into year three. An article written by a good friend of the podcast, Josh Weinfuss. Is it time for Kyler? to have some real expectations to succeed and get this team into the playoffs if he's, if he's going to be the franchise quarterback for the Cardinals moving forward like we think he will be. Rondell Moore, et cetera, are balling out in training camp. We'll talk about that in the second segment. Is it rainbows and butterflies that will lead into the season, or is this just on the day where pads are finally garnered, just smokescreen uh, as we look towards the 2021 season? Um, Ian Rappaport. Best in the business, by all accounts, in my opinion, is going to join us in the third segment to talk Chandler Jones's situation. Um, Chandler Jones had a pretty interesting tweet that he put out yesterday we'll talk about. Um, is Chandler Jones for Xavier Howard still a possibility? Is Cliff Kingsbury seat warmer than we think? Is Steve Kime ever going to get fired? <laughs> so many questions to ask the man, the myth, Ian Rappaport, in the third segment. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Bo, it was your birthday yesterday. You turned 37 years old. Uh, you have the hairline of an eight-year-old. Good for you. Fantastic. Um, you are the hair of the operation, I'll tell you that. Did you enjoy yourself after we recorded the pod yesterday for your it day was, of birth? Yeah, it was the most, uh, it was the quietest birthday I've ever endured in my entire life. It was quiet and it was necessary just a month after uh, bringing into the world my first son. And uh, no, yeah, it was, I mean, talk about a difference like 16 years ago. I mean, I probably uh, vomited on my birthday. Yesterday, my son, he vomited on my birthday. He did <laughs> spitting up his meals. But uh, no, it was great. Thank you for everybody who reached out. Alex made me feel uncomfortable by being nice to me yesterday. Oh. I don't know how to act when Alex is kind to me. I find it uh, very disingenuous. It's not true. Don't believe it. Where he doesn't, he doesn't really mean what he says. He's he's just a filthy liar. Yeah. But uh, everybody's kind except for Alex. Yeah. I mean, what I did was I purchased a Bo Voodoo doll yesterday, so I knew that was yeah. going to be happening. I wanted to front load the niceties, and then yeah. Um, yeah I mean, you see, so you just pretty much Simba circle of life to yesterday is yeah. what you're telling oh, me. No doubt about it. Throwing up on yourself to having another human being <laughs> throw up on you. It's fantastic. Birthday to now, and we're full circle with so, my son. Josh Weinfuss put out a very interesting article this morning for ESPN, and the title was "A More Quote Philosophical Kyler Murray Enters Year Three with the Arizona Cardinals." And Bo, a huge storyline that we've had over the course of the offseason is Kyler Murray, his demeanor, his leadership capabilities, his video game like slice of his life. Now, is he an mm -hmm. introvert? Is he not? set to be an NFL quarterback, and we think all of that stuff is ridiculous. But year three, it's if you're going to be the franchise quarterback for this team, we're going to need to see that leap. 
again, not a Patrick Mahomes leap, but a Lamar Jackson leap in a completely different way, right? I mean, this is we we need to see it this year. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it, especially when you start looking at uh, the extension when he's, he's going to be become eligible to secure the bag in a big way and just get uh, generational wealth as far as an extension's concerned for Kyler Murray. It's going to finally probably put to bed the discussion about playing baseball. Like once he starts, he signs that deal and he's making upwards of $40 million. The prospect of going and riding a bus in the minor leagues for a season and trying to make the Oakland A's. 40-man roster and 25-man roster is probably going to fall by the wayside, which is going to be good for the Arizona Cardinals. I, I think that this is going to be big because, you know, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, the two guys that you outlined there, they set unreal ex- expectations for second-year quarterbacks by winning the most valuable player on the offensive side of the football. I think that, uh, you know, having those around Kyler Murray, I think that's a testament to his skill set that people believe that he can tap into that. And he did for the most part last season with 37 total touchdowns, 4,600 yards from scrimmage. Um, but now it, we're looking at a, a more realistic trajectory where he could take that Josh Allen leap. And with that, and with Josh Allen's better play, it took the Bills into a different stratosphere. And when you have that type of play from your quarterback, it elevates your team. Like you could have shortcomings you know, on the defensive line, or you could have shortcomings in the defensive secondary. But if you have a guy that can absolutely just ball out of the quarterback position and put the pressure on the opposing team by just continually driving your team down the field, I mean, it's going to put the, diff- the Cardinals in a different stratosphere if he can take that type of leap. For sure. And people that are worried about injury, I mean, it's it's a concern that people talk about a lot, and that's why he's kind of demoted from the upper echelon of Madden players. You know, he gets injured. You know, I mean, that's that's what it is. Patrick Mahomes has missed more games than Kyler Murray has so far. So Kyler Murray doesn't miss time. Yes, he was injured last year, shoulder injury that isn't lingering into this season. But you're right. I mean, we've seen the hits from Kyler Murray. You know how I say with Cliff Kingsbury, he can put together a hell of a trailer for a movie, but sometimes the movie sucks when he's when he's doing, you know, we've seen play calls from Cliff Kingsbury. It's like, oh man, this dude could be a head coach in this league. And then we go for these long stretches of, what the hell's going on here? And we kind of yeah. see that with Kyler in some respects throughout the course of his time. He's been learning on the fly. You know, he hasn't had a great backup quarterback to kind of help him in that room. It's been it's been him and Cliff on an island. Like this is the year, and there's reports abound through through a uh, uh, training camp, and they're in Josh's article on ESPN.com. Everybody's like, "Yeah, this kid's growing up in front of our very eyes." Like yeah. especially with the omission of Larry Fitzgerald from the ecosystem, it kind of throws his feet to the fire. Like, who's going to be it? It's not going to be J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt just got here. It's going to be Kyler and Buda Baker. That's going to be it, hopefully, for the next 10 years. You know? Yeah, and, and we, we the, the biggest thing is the maturation. And I feel like, and it's just, I know everybody looks great in shorts. They're just getting the pads on. But I am in, incredibly encouraged by just seeing the play of Rondale Moore going down the middle of the field and making a big catch in the end zone. Now, unfortunately, on uh, against Byron Murphy, a guy that we have big expectations for this season, but Rondell Moore and Kyler Murray made great a great throw and catch. Can you remember from last year down the seam like that, Kyler Murray throwing the ball for a big-time touchdown like that? Now, he had the big score, throwing pass catch to Christian Kirk. That's of the course, one. we had a couple down the sidelines to DeAndre Hopkins. But for the most part, the middle of the field, down the seam, 
it hasn't been a big part of his game. And if he's just incorporating that, and if you got playmakers down that part of the field, it just opens things up for this offense. Yeah, and you just need to utilize Rondell more correctly. Like, I feel like Christian Kirk gets a bad rap. He had, what, four touchdowns in three games last year during a stretch, and I think the Dallas one was in the middle of it. If you utilize these receivers correctly, I feel like Christian Kirk could have been a wide receiver too in a different system where he'd be featured a little bit better. If they can learn, just like hopefully they learn from the Hassan Reddick plight with Isaiah Simmons, hopefully they can learn by the misuse of wide receivers up to this point with Cliff and allow Rondo Moore to be in a position to succeed, as you mentioned. And if it's up the seam, all you look at is A.J. Green on one side and, and DeAndre Hopkins on the other. Who are you going to stop? Who are you going to stop? And I know that A.J. Green will talk about, but Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Smash the like button on YouTube, according to Bob Rock. Please subscribe. Um, we have some great stuff coming up. I mean, we are, you know, six weeks away, less than six weeks away, and uh, it's only going to get better from here. Ian Rapport coming up. Away from the preseason opener. Yeah. Like, that's where... It's like I when I fill up my bracket for March Madness, I usually wait till like the last second because I don't want to get too excited. Fantasy mm -hmm. football, I haven't thought about fantasy football yet because that's all I'll think about. So with the NFL, like I don't even want to think about preseason because I'll get super excited. But pads going on today, it's the it's the gateway drug into getting super excited about the NFL season coming up. Coming up next, we're gonna talk about Rondo Moore, AJ Green, Zaven Collins. What have we seen so far from from training camp? that will translate to the 2020, 2021 NFL season for the Cardinals. Um, that's coming up next. Locked on Cardinals first. Bet online. Fastest and easiest way to drop coin on all your sports action. According to Bo, Bo bets and shekels. Baseball season still rolling. Again, I say this whenever I do this live read. I wish, wish baseball was my favorite sport because it's legitimately six months, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day you could watch baseball. And you could check all of it out on betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for regular season starts or baseball starting to shift into that September time where playoffs begin. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Again, go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Second segment, Locked On Cardinals. We are smack dab in the middle of guest week. I wish we would have come up with a better name. Uh, I think know. it's just kind of funny. It's stupid. It's like uncreative, but it's, you know, it is. It's like Shark Week. It's just guest week. It's guest week. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't say Jody, Ian, Kyle. Like, we can't go through. The rest of the week is going no. to be Kyle Odegaard, formerly of the Arizona Cardinals. He's going to join us tomorrow. Really excited to get him on. Another red-bearded brother of mine, which is fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited about that. And then Thursday, we're going to shift Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds from Friday from his normal post to Thursday and make way for Cameron Cox, that SOB. I'm so excited to get him on. Um, we were texting last night about something that is um, going to be discussed with the Ian Rappaport in the next segment, getting a little run for Locked On Arizona Cardinals. Bo, at Bob Rack on Twitter. Rondell Moore, exciting. AJ Green, exciting. Zayvon Collins, tipping passes, exciting. 
that turn into interceptions. It's unfortunate, though. It's a little incestuous because you're excited about one thing and immediately upset about another thing because you, they're defending or burning players on your own roster. Like Marco yep. Wilson picked off Kyler Murray. That was a tweet that Josh Weinfuss put out. Just like Marco Wilson is an absolute freak. Bo is the president of his fan club. If you didn't know up until this point, he does yeah. the um, the live in the dream dance, the Will Ferrell. I mean, he does it more than more than you know when when the uh, when the cameras are off. Yeah. What has excited you the most so far? The, yeah, I mean, obviously the offense. You're hearing all the right things from the two wide receivers that were supposed to supplement the uh, the offense opposite DeAndre Hopkins with AJ Green and Rondell Moore. I did like the uh, the quote from DeAndre Hopkins about Rondell Moore, kind of keeping him humble, like he hasn't done anything. And I'm paraphrasing there, but pretty much saying, hey. You know, it's just a couple practices. He has a lot more to prove the second rounder out of Purdue. So I like that mentality. That's what the Arizona Cardinals have to have. But I'll tell you what has me the most excited, Alex. And, and you mentioned Zayvon Collins. He had the tip, and then it was picked off. The tip ball went into the hands of Chris Banjo, um, who's, who seems to always be around the ball. Like, we saw a couple uh, of picks from Chris Banjo called back last year, unfortunately, due to uh, P.I. And it wasn't his P.I. It was somebody else like Drake or Patrick. But... Um, it has me excited. And then his running mate there, Isaiah Simmons, had a big tip ball. I saw on Twitter, it was a uh, sports AZ fan put it out there. He had some footage from practice. That Those two guys, in uh, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins, just, I mean, you talk about Michael Jordan's horrible quote, but the ceiling is the roof for those guys. No doubt about <laughs> it. I mean, come on. I mean, the size, the speed, the athleticism, the coverage skills. I mean, it could just create a new type of defense that uh, has the rest of the NFC West. Just uh, they're they're as far as offensive coordinators, they're mining a pretzel. I mean, I don't you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go with the football when you've got those guys either coming at your you know stuffing run lanes, getting after the quarterback, or batting down passes. I mean, I think between Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, like what's the over under on on combined interceptions between those guys? Four and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty I, good. around. I mean, Zayvon Collins is great. He's a lot better in coverage than Isaiah Simmons is. Like when you're, do you remember? Oh, do you remember NCAA football, the video game? Of course. Before they before they took it away from us. When you yeah. go on recruiting trips and you would recruit athletes, you know, you have positions yeah. or athletes. That's what these two guys are. They just happen to play linebacker. Yeah, give me you a know, roster could, full of athletes. Yeah, I mean, Zayvon Collins. I think he played quarterback and safety in college. Yeah. If if I'm not mistaken, like the dude has played all over the field. Okay, mm -hmm. he's going to play inside linebacker for now. Isaiah Simmons is going to get some run, we think, on the outside a little bit at least to see where he fits the best. But you're right. I mean, that's the most exciting because there's really the most pressure on those two on the defense. The The corners, we're going to see. Buddha's already solidified himself as a top safety in the league. And you have Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt who've already shown. We have a tabula rasa clean slate 100%. We do not know how these two are going to play together. And if they become the anchor in the middle of this defense, the ceiling is completely shattered for what this team can do. And that's not an understatement. I mean, that's just, or that's not an overstatement. That's what it is. For me, though, it's going to be the receivers. Kyler Murray, I try not to watch too much film on because I get too excited. Again, it's like I, you just forget what this dude can do. You forget, like, no. I think you're going with AJ Green again. Well, I mean, AJ Green's a wide receiver, you know, yeah, but just, I mean, like, Right it's more it's more of a Rondell Moore thing. DeAndre Hopkins, can he replicate and expound upon what he did last year during the underutilization time, in my opinion, at least? Kyler Murray, 
is very similar to Josh Allen in the way that neither of them should be able to do what they do from the quarterback position. Like Josh Allen shouldn't be as nimble as he is. And Kyler Murray shouldn't be able to get off some of the throws that he does by their, you know, their difference in size. So, I mean, I think they're a lot more similar than we give them credit for, just not directly on paper. I think yeah. the receivers, that's because I'm going to go with this. This is my, if I'm running for mayor of, yeah. you know, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's going to be on the uh, on the platform of if Cliff Kingsbury cannot elevate this offense, and if they are not the strength of this team, what is he doing here? Like, and it's I mean, not harsh. It's just the reality. If they tap into the expectations, I mean, we're talking about a top 10 group on both sides of the football. I mean, and with that means playoff time. If they do, but then yeah. there's a, a lot has to go right. A lot has to, you know, everybody can look good out there just in, in shorts. And as far as the physicality out there, it's, it's at a, it's, it's, it's at a minimum. But uh, also, I think we should, the signing yesterday of bringing back Corey Peters, a guy who's been a fixture in the locker room, it's important. Uh, I was calling to add some beef back to the defensive line. And I think Corey Peters is a guy that absolutely can do that. Um, and it's necessary for the success of this defense to get a guy, a presence like Corey Peters, to facilitate and help things out for guy when J.J. Watt gets back from the sore hamstring. Of course, Chandler Jones, who we're going to talk about here with the Rap report shortly. But uh, yeah, I mean, adding Corey Peters, it's there's a lot of excitement around. And you said, I think there's a perfect mix of like batted down footballs by your young linebackers, plays being made by you know either Malcolm Butler or Marco Wilson in the secondary, and then enough on the offensive side of the football where it's keeping you happy. You're like, oh boy, we're one of those guys is one of those sides of the football struggling. But there's a good mix right now. Yeah. So let me ask you this before we get to rap sheet here on the other side. What would you put some cheese down on on betonline.ag? Yeah. Um, for a future of either Marco Wilson or Tay Gowan popping and becoming not necessarily a starter, but playing 50 to 60% of the snaps or Isaiah Simmons taking a leap forward this year. I, I, I'm going to go with the, uh, with chalk. I'll go with the guy who's got the, the absolute just tool shed of skills. And that's uh, Isaiah Simmons. I think that Isaiah Simmons is no longer drinking from a, a fire hose and he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to settle in and, uh, you know, barring any kind of injury, I think he's going to have a solid season in the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, the other guys, there's there's more of an unknown. I mean, I think it's beyond just throwing a shoe for Marco Wilson and Tay Gowan as a guy who didn't really play collegiately. He sat out for the pandemic because uh, he had a, a young child and he didn't want to put that child in harm's way. And, you know, it's uh, I think that there's more and it's going to be tough for them to crack 50% for sure. I mean, I think they can get on the field and they can be in those big uh, – those big packages where there's a ton of defensive backs on the field, but I still think, you know, one, they're competing with each other, probably for not a whole lot of positions left outside of Malcolm Butler, Robert Alford, Byron Murphy. Um, so I'll go with Isaiah Simmons, and I think it's more me being optimistic that the first rounder, the eighth overall pick, can be who we thought he was when he was selected in 2020. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's it, I, I probably go with that too. I feel like that. Marco and Tay are going to get opportunities, though. And if the cornerback room isn't moving forward, if it's stagnant or moving backwards regarding performance, they're going to get they're going to get more opportunity than we think at this point. The linebackers, I just don't know. It's like fool me once, you know, and not the George W. Bush way, the actual correct way to say it. 
fool yeah. me once. You know, like it's, Don't I'm almost like, in. right. <laughs> 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 um, I'm, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> That's my Will Ferrell doing George yeah. W. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Alex Lancy Ballbrock locked on Cardinals. It doesn't matter. Uh, coming up next, the one, the only Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet on Twitter is going to join us. We're going to talk Chandler Jones. We're going to talk the reemergence of that trade offer that surfaced about, you know, Cardinals trading Chandler Jones in a fifth for Xavier Howard. And um, Chandler Jones sneakily subtweeting via misspelled words. I might start yeah. using that. That's really smart, actually. All that and more with Ian Rappaport coming up next, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, first, rockauto.com. Uh, rockauto.com. Family-owned business. They've been around for 20 years. You don't have to leave your home. If you work from home, rockauto.com. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to be like, hey, I don't know where anything is. I don't know anything about cars. Can you help me? You can do that on your own time in the comfort of your own home in your pajamas. Go to rockauto.com. Just search for whatever you need. Paint, carpets, whatever. Tail lamps, whatever you need for your car. The prices are reliably low. They're the same for manufacturers and do-it-yourselfers like us. So you don't get upcharged because you're not a manufacturer. So whether it's for your daily driver or your weekend car, um, rockauto.com has got you covered. Go to rockauto.com. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Bucks? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Welcome back. Final segment, locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. We've been teasing it for the last, you know, 36 hours or so. Really, really excited to bring in the man, the myth, Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet on Twitter. You can find him on Good Morning Football all over the NFL network. A great Twitter follow. Ian, how the hell are you, man? What's going on? How you guys doing? <laughs> We're good. Okay, so let's just jump to it here. Um, the report surfaced about the Dolphins offering the Cardinals, Xavier Howard, for Chandler Jones and a pick, and uh, the Cardinals turned it down. Were you privy to all of this? It seemingly came out of nowhere after all this speculation that that may be a possibility when Chandler Jones didn't show up to camp on time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure who reported that. I don't believe that's true. Hmm. Um, I, As far as I can tell, uh, the Dolphins definitely did not inquire about trading for Chandler Jones, and I don't get the sense the Cardinals want to trade him at all either. So I'm not sure where that came from. Um, I have not heard that at all. And honestly, like, if the Cardinals – I would never say never, but if the Cardinals traded Chandler Jones, I would be a little surprised based on where they are as an organization and the kind of respect they have for him. Ian, when we announced on Twitter that we were having you on the show, we said that you're going to talk about the the Chandler Jones situation, and he didn't respond to the tweet, but he put this one out there. Ian Rappaprot doesn't know blank about my situation. What is uh, is that true? Can, can you <laughs> confirm or deny that that you don't know anything about his situation? I, I don't know what I it, was it a response to your tweet? Do you know? I, it was, I think he subtweeted us. Yeah, I think he subtweeted us. I mean, I I know a little bit. I mean, I <laughs> I don't know if you know what I I don't know if he's angry at me or the world or I have no idea. Um, he shouldn't be angry at anyone. I as far as I could tell, I haven't reported very much in a situation at all. So I don't know. Um, I know I do know a little bit though, so I, I can say that I, he is wrong in that case. <laughs> All right. So real quick, so a little uh, piece and cues here. So Corey Peters resigned yesterday. Has there been any rumblings about Larry Fitzgerald? Like it's slowly and surely, slowly but surely getting 
a little bit more and more in the you know the backstory of where the Cardinals are heading in 2021, but we don't hear a blip from Fitz. So, I mean, have you heard anything? Yeah, I mean, last time I texted with him, he was extremely cordial and nice, as he is, and said no news. Um, and, you know, Larry is old enough and respected enough where he's essentially in charge of his own message, right? So, like, I don't know. Who knows how whatever is going to break, but I'm going to go ahead and guess that whatever is going to break, he's going to be in charge of it. Um, and that's okay. So I'll keep checking with him. I have not heard anything. And, you know, obviously, like the Cardinals are, you know, signed AJ Green, who sounds like he's having an awesome camp, by the way. Not totally surprising, but really does sound like he's going to rock star there. You know, I assume there's room for a future Hall of Famer somewhere. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't know. Larry Larry certainly can be in charge of his own message here as it relates to his future. Hold on. And, Bo, before you jump in, I've been on the A.J. Green gravy train since I saw the initial report. Now, we're close to the same age, you know, Bo and, and you and, and I, and it's we saw him grow up. We saw how great he was in Cincinnati. He had one year with a rookie quarterback, Torrey's ACL, Ryan Finley. And then now people think that he can't play football. So it seems like you're on my side of this coin a little bit, thinking he yeah. may perform a little bit better than people think. Yeah, and, you know, based on – I mean, I think it was a rough couple of years for A.J. Green. He was kind of injured. He was up and down. And, you know, I don't know about fell out of favor, but something was not right in Cincinnati. It just was not right. I think it was time. So the fact – and when he signed with the Cardinals, it was like, you know, he wasn't a top receiver. He was not the anyone's, you know, favorite free agent. Uh, I mean, he just wasn't. Um, but it sounds like he's been great. And it is fascinating what can happen with a guy when he gets a new spot, he gets a new light, he gets a new birth. Um, I would also say most people kind of feels like it seems like a million years ago, so they forget this. He was a rock star. He was a yeah. legit Hall of Fame track receiver and still might be, depending on what his second act is, Um but I really do like this, uh, like the signing from the Cardinals. Ian Rappaport joins us here on the Lockdown Cardinals podcast, Rap Sheet on Twitter. So earlier this week, it was uh, Jordan Hicks, very candid about his situation with the Cardinals this offseason. What's the latest on Jordan Hicks? Is the, is the team still maybe shopping him? What, what's the plan for the veteran linebacker? Yeah, I mean, it seems, the team would, it seems like the team would be open to doing a deal, the right kind of deal. Um, I, I don't know that a lot of teams want to, trade for and then pay a linebacker guaranteed money just doesn't sound like that's something teams would do you never know if you have an injury and you say i need you know i need someone i'll be pay a couple million bucks more than i want to that could happen i i don't you know i don't get a sense there's a a great market for him now and the fact that everyone knew he was available in you know may and june and nobody traded for him makes me think maybe he'll probably be on the team but again injuries can dictate and Crazy things can happen, so um, we'll see. Maybe he does get traded, but, you know, I, I get it because nobody wants to be replaced. I just think if you're the Cardinals and you have, you know, a bright, shiny object with a bright future, like Zayvon Collins, like, what are, you, what are you supposed to do, you know? Right. So I'm going to shift here to the, the level of hot-seatedness for Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime. Steve Kime was kind of the uh, the overwhelming story, for me at least, that he's he's – announcing this months before the season starts, where you have a dude that's been with you a little bit before Zayvon Collins even plays. Steve Kimes seems to have his job in perpetuity with how poorly he's drafted from top to bottom. But with Cliff Kingsbury, 
Is there a hot seat conversation immediately starting this season? Well, you know, I, I would – in the NFL, a lot of times it feels like um, – it feels like coaches are always on the hot seat, right? It's just kind of – just kind of what it feels like. I would say this will be the third year. They got a quarterback that's really good. I think they got a good enough roster to, to be a playoff team. I don't know about hot seat, but it would be probably be a good time to win. And I would say for, for everyone, you know, I mean, you're always sort of a year away from someone making a decision on your future. So um, we'll see how it goes, but it does feel like a, a team that went all in. And when you do that, the expectations of having to win now also come. Um, so I think it's safe to say this would be a team everyone's watching pretty closely. And what are you hearing as far as the timeline for a Kyler Murray extension? He's going into his third season. He had the opportunity to extend him, sign him to a massive deal. How do you think the Arizona Cardinals are going to approach it? And what, what are you hearing? I mean, obviously it's something that's on the radar for them in the future. And what you want to do is be forced into a place where you have to extend your quarterback, right? I mean, that's, that's what you want. You yeah. want to be like the Bills and Josh Allen. You want to be like, uh, the Ravens of Lamar Jackson, where you have a quarterback that's so good who's going to make so much money in the future that you just have to sign him now just to mitigate how much money you're going to pay. Like, that's everyone's goal. So if that if the Cardinals have to pay Kyle Murray a lot of money, then I think everything is good. Life is good because that would mean they're in a situation that is, you know, a situation that they want to be in. That rap sheet on Twitter, best in the business by all accounts, by Bo and mine at least. Um, it's pad day today. Ian, where does this rank on the hierarchy of giddiness when it comes to the football season getting closer? Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Like I'm in Tampa today and in practice, it looks like football, you know, and that's and I like, you know, seven on seven stuff is fun. It, it's it's still football practice. I still enjoy it, but it is different <laughs> when the pads come on. And the other, the other thing is, you know, if you're a head coach or an evaluator and you want to know what you got, um, you really don't know anything until the pads come on. Like there, every year there's receivers who flash in like seven on seven in shells and then you get the pads on and they're not the same. Like that's the kind of stuff you need to figure out. That's the kind of stuff you need to see. So um, today is almost like the start of real, real football. And I think it's pretty great. It's, it's a great team to cover. Obviously, Bruce Arians, good for a sound bite. I'm glad you, I'm sure you're excited to catch up with BA and Tom Brady. Kind we did of the earlier East today, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Anything from, from the old Cardinals coach? He's good to go. Um, I mean, yeah, he's got he's got a lot of old Cardinals assistants on the staff too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, he was so excited to work them really hard. Um, and you know, he he's in a way a veterans coach. He gave Brady and Gronk an off day today. Levante David, same thing. But he was really excited about working them hard. And it seems like you know this is a team that I, I would not have to worry about the Super Bowl uh, hangover from this team because they are. Um, you know, certainly they are um, a team that will probably want it as much as anyone coming off post Super. I'm not. I'm not worried about BA making sure that you know the team. I'm not sure. I'm not worried about this team being complacent. I'll yeah. say that. So you know, I, the way they were playing last year, they should pick up right where they left off this year. And they seemingly pulled off the absolute impossible, bringing everybody back and then adding pieces like Gio Bernard, etc. Um, Ian, yeah. thank you so much. A thousand times, thank you for doing this for us. At Rap Sheet on Twitter, um, great follow all over NFL Network. Have fun this season. Don't get too giddy yet. I mean, we still have a few weeks to go. Are you going to the um, Are you going to the Hall of Fame game? Uh, I'm not. I will be home working from my house and seeing my family, which is certainly going to be a very fun thing.
Hey, and congrats on the Mets getting biased, man. That's you probably got to be beside yourself, pumped about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like you know, a starting pitcher would have been nice. It's a reliever would have been nice. It's fine. I'm, you know, the Mets are having a good enough year. The division's bad. Let's get to the playoffs and we'll see what happens. Get to ground back. We'll see what happens. Tough team to love, man. It's a tough. I mean, it's a, it really is. Like that's for the Cardinals, so, dude. Well, Welcome I mean, my life. <laughs> Alex Lacy, Bull Brock. Ian Rappaport, Ian, thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you guys awesome. tomorrow. Look forward to you guys. Take care.